millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the NXT Review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Zeech to review everything that happened on last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, mm. what culture wrestling podcast on there? Mm. We're doing it right now. What's happening? Uh, where we do daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review this show, formerly known as NXT Two, but oh, pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and we complete the quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to review last night's NXT, the biggest NXT ever. Didn't like it. Take legends and get the hell out of here. I missed proper NXT, right? There was like, there was a point in the show where there was the wonderful mixing in of one of the special guests and some of our favorites. Oh my God. All day. Oh my God. Nowhere near enough elsewhere on this show. A lot of fawning over the legends that took me back to every nostalgia episode before the brilliant Raw is Triple X, which I did not like right the way down at the last match on the card. And a feeling that a bunch of people are going to watch this show, and this is what offends my sensibilities, right? Obviously, this is going to do a bigger number than it typically would. Yeah. But it's they're going to watch this. They're going to have the wrong opinion on why they don't like this. Why they shouldn't like this is because it's complete bollocks. <laughs> why they won't like this version of it is because it wasn't even the bollocks that we enjoy every week. They got this horribly wrong, I think. Still really fun bits. It's NXT. Mm. But nowhere near as fun as a usual episode. Well, I loved it. So that's you, soul, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Um, now, full disclosure, obviously, Michael Sidgwick, very busy today. You were writing ups and downs for AW Dynamite for the website, and you were on the AW Dynamite podcast. You haven't seen as much as the the, the show as usual Not here. seen nothing. Um, but I thought I'm just here <laughs> because I want to run into my good friend Starks, yes. if he's available. He's I, believe, yeah. I believe he's, he's, he may be showing up a little bit. This would be his first video podcast, wouldn't it? Yeah. I have not watched any of this. Mm. I think I've seen about... 30 seconds in MP4 form mm. on Twitter. I'm here just to see some mates, just to make my presence felt on the Datube. So all I know is that everything I knew damn well was going to happen on this show did in fact happen. And more. Well, we'll get to that. And for a glass third full kind of guy, that's right up your street, yes. isn't it? That's what you want. Yes. And uh, I thought it'd be fun as well, because a lot of people say to us that they don't watch NXT. They should. It's sensational. Agree. Uh, arguably better than this show, but uh, Hard different. And uh, a lot of people say that they only 
find out about NXT through this podcast. So I thought it'd be a fun experiment for you experiencing this, especially with last night's show, because it was just, well, a hat on a hat on a hat, basically, wasn't it? The vibe was off. The, like, the vibe was off. It's like, what are you... You said about NXT with John Cena, you're going to be like, what are you doing here? And there was a bit too much of that. Yeah. Let's get into it, because the show opened uh, with Cody Rhodes coming oh. out, who obviously got a great reaction. Uh, from the uh, student. Did you see, the, by the way, the video of the line of people who'd been queuing outside for this show? Absolutely wild. Like reports where they'd been there from 11 o'clock the night before, sleeping out to watch <laughs> yeah, NXT. That's a shoot. To get like That's a shoot, brother. Glasto tickets. Yeah, pretty much. It's an in-demand event. Just a bit, a, a, a bit like. That's funny you say that. This guy. This <laughs> guy. Uh, the Daddy Boys <laughs> on tour. Show goes down on the uh, 21st of November at the Mosaic Tap uh, in Newcastle. And tickets go on sale this Friday, uh, whatculture.com forward slash tickets. Seamless, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, so uh, Cody Cody makes his entrance. um, The the crowd sing his song. I also like the fact that, obviously, normally when he's there on Raw or a premium live event or SmackDown or whatever, he does his walk down to the ring, does his entrance, then he does his walk down to the ring, and then, you know, high-five some people, give someone the weight belt, and what have you. But because the entranceway is so short, he sort of got up on the apron to climb up on the turnbuckle to do the, whoa, and he realized there was about 30 seconds of the song still to fill, so he just sort of walked <laughs> up and down the apron, and like, come on, guys. Um, they sing along, obviously, uh, and he says, yeet. Uh, he asks the NXT universe, what do you guys want to talk about? Um... He says, I, I'll be honest, I'd be lying if I ever said I'd thought I'd be standing in this ring. Um, but now something about it feels right. A Rhodes in Florida. Uh, he says, we spill blood all over the state, and I've, I'm here to make an announcement, of course, as he was promised. Uh, but he actually, says, he actually <laughs> said uh, announcements, because uh, obviously the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament is happening right now, Sige. Huge uh, announcement. Um, at the conclusion. Announcements. Yeah. All huge. At the conclusion uh, of uh, that. They're all huge and they ain't made out of plastic. <laughs> At the conclusion of that tournament, there's going to be a men's breakout tournament. Um, but he's obviously here to talk about, and people have been saying to him and since they knew he was coming to NXT, about a certain tag team tournament. That's right. The Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic is coming back. Uh, but the other final announcement, three announcements. Uh, the best one, IMO. He says, the biggest, or for the biggest night in NXT history, I have to be the privilege of being the special guest general manager of NXT for the night. Love it. Yeah. No, like, no notes. The general manager. Cody Rhodes, the guy that helped form AW, is on AW's rival being an authority figure. Incredible. Welcome to NXT, Cody. You are welcome back anytime. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be here all night, so stick around. <laughs> Did you see, like, like earnestly nicest, just that clip of the Fanny Met at, like... I was going to say full sale there, but at the performance center, there was a kid that took a sign oh, yeah. saying, if Cody follows me on TikTok, my dad will buy WrestleMania 40 tickets. Cody tracked him down. He brought the camera crew, obviously. I'm not daft. But like, <laughs> well, he is a wrestler. Yeah. Tracks, and they, they all at it. Tracks fan down and he's like, oh, what's your name? And he's like, whatever, wrestling fan, whatever. And he follows him on TikTok and the dad's there. And I was like, oh, thanks so much. And Cody's like, awesome. And I'll pay for the tickets too. Ah. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, please, God's sake, finish the story while you're there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> Otherwise, this is all dead. Yeah, let it play out, mate. Uh, here comes the NXT uh, <laughs> champion Ilya Dragunov. Um, but I mean, the show already, in his words, is probably. <laughs> I'm on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a bit awkward now. Very entertaining. 
Uh, he said he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't battle. Uh, it's just hit over what the show's going to be like. Uh, he says he couldn't really jack it off, mate. He couldn't pass up the opportunity to welcome Cody to NXT. Uh, he, uh, it's forever, this, isn't it? It's forever. That's what I say about the internet. You, yeah. you think that you can press delete on stuff, but it's, it's out there somewhere yeah. forever. Um, he, he wanted to meet the guy, basically, because the passion, the energy, the will to suffer for the entire <laughs> WWE universe. He said that, didn't he? He, he really said he was like, you like pain as much as I do. I was like, I don't think he does. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, he says, uh, you fight with a fire. You push everything to the next level. I want to be like you. Uh, anyway, here comes. And then they're interrupted. You wouldn't you know it. I'm just a promo interrupter, Sid. Uh, by Dirty Dom and Rhea Ripley. And Dom's like, oh, shut up, basically. Uh, the WWE Universe is here to see the greatest superstar NXT has to offer. Me. You suck, Chant. Uh, he says, oh, you might be the NXT champion, but you don't, you don't compare to me. Uh, I'm the one and true, uh, one and only true double-A champion. Um, you know, Ilya, if you want to feel Cody's energy, <laughs> ask him about his energy levels every time the Judgment Day. I'll have him beaten up, probably. Got him. Uh, got him. Uh, <laughs> Ilya's Clamped. <laughs> Ilya says, I'm not surprised I'm not surprised you came out to talk when no one in the arena wants to hear the sound of your voice. My dad used to work in a prison, so I know how to turn a barking dog into a sweet little puppy. Uh, <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> real, real whispers. Real whispers. My dog's stuff on the other side. <laughs> you imagine that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Real whispers to Dom and he says, um... Uh, about an NXT Championship match tonight to prove that he's the man he says he is. And Cody's like, oh, why don't you put the North American title on the line? And Rhea's like, oh, well, Dom's been carrying WWE in his back all year. Uh, and she starts trying to make excuses. And Ilya just goes, no, okay, yeah, I'll put the title on the line. Just completely out of the blue. Uh, and he says, uh, I'm going to eat Dom alive. He says, Rhea, darling, I'm going to smash your boy. And Cody says, oh, guess GM. So I'll make the NXT Championship uh, match official. You've seen anything about this? No. Okay, brilliant. It's time to play the game! Don't tell me they had Tamina flying. <laughs> Not quite. But he said that match is so big, it needs a special guest referee. Who was the special guest referee? I'll I have go. not seen this. No, I'll tell you right now, it's not Cody. He says, no, not me, someone else. So Ilya Dragunov versus... Dirty Dom Dirty for the NXT Dom. Championship. Who did they get? Special guest referee. You have three guesses? Yeah. Three guesses, yeah. Like, not Taker. No, I, don't, I think we can give no, you... No, dear, that's wrong. Yeah. No. Um... Trick Williams. Good guess. No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> um, Jay Uso. Oh, great guess. No, dear, that's wrong. Yeah, warmer, I would say. Mm -hmm. if this is a cold warmer. Yeah. Kevin Owens. No, dear, that's wrong. The special guest referee for this match. L.A. Night! Yeah! <laughs> well, everybody's saying, Sid. Everybody's saying. Uh, then it was time for uh, Roxanne. No, 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 no. It's time for me. Oh, sorry. I mean, I've got all your thoughts on this. Yeah. 
did you see the report from House of Wrestling last night? I did not. Where so I, I think it was House of, Wrestling. House of Wrestling. I hate, I hate, I hate um, getting it wrong. So if it's not House of Wrestling, I apologize. An outlet spoke to a WWE source and they were very, very bullish about um, what, should see what we're opening with on the USA Network. <laughs> they can't compete with that. Brian Danielson, the greatest wrestler of all time, in the form of his life versus a promo train. This company is like, WWE sucks, man. <laughs> I, I love the roller coaster. I love some of the talent, but oh, like, oh my god, a promo train. <laughs> we'll show them. <laughs> I, I mean, f my ass. It's who do you who do you think you are? <laughs> Brian Tanner's versus Swerve Strickland. That'll put the butts in the seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't want that's why it's f***ing so great to be a wrestling fan right now. This was so dumb, and I love that Cody, like, he, like, sort of talked them into a trap, but he just protected the integrity of his character because he's too smart for it. He put in himself, like, why don't you put the North American title on the line? Because why would I, a babyface, book this? And they had to make Dragunov be the one to dive on that. And be like, yeah. no, no, I'll just do it. It's fine. Yeah. But I love the I, Cody. I want to kick his ass so much, I'll just agree yeah. to it. He is trying to make this make a bit more sense than it does by default. And I love that for him. I, I imagine loved, that loved every bit of this. Walking into NXT. I'd, we need to make this make sense. Oh, you really haven't watched the show, <laughs> have you? You're going to be in for a long night. Guess, yeah, yeah, guess yeah. GM. I popped so hard. He's the oh, boss now. Cut it, cut. This is your thing. Boss again. <laughs> boss you, again. you just walked away from being EVP and you won on one night on NXT. We did Welcome to the Dream Factory, pal. But they made they, they made it work, not only with this, but with what's to come later. Oh, my God. Um, then it was time for Roxanne Perez versus Asuka. Before that starts, though, Sid, we're not going to play a game for every single one here. Who Who came out? Who came out before um, Asuka versus Rocks and Prayers? Not Kiana James, who, of course, was doing a business to get Asuka involved in this. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find the will to care. First of all, for what purpose? Is, am, I, am I allowed? She, she made a big announcement about something in a few weeks. I'll say that. <clears throat> Becky Lynch. Good guess. Good guess. It wasn't Becky Lynch. It was, of course... NXT superstar Shotzi Blackheart comes out. Ah, oh, do more Halloween Havoc stuff. Is yep. she going to be the host? Yep, she's going to be the host of NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, and Scarlett's joining us. Yeah, Scarlett's Scarlet's with us as well as co host. The boat's spooky. <laughs> are they doing a thing though, aren't they? I don't know. Are they? They're doing like a, a Halloween themed network peacock thing. All right. I okay. believe anyway. Corporate synergy. There we go. I think so. I'm completely talking on my end. <laughs> Barry and Pross was nowhere near any of this, by the way. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the ratings in 2020. Why would he be? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Perez versus Asuka back and forth. Then Roxy fires up at one point and slaps the taste out of Asuka's mouth. There's uh, a shoulder block takedown. Asuka gets sent to the outside and Roxy goes to do the dive through the ropes and gets decked. And Asuka comes back in with a missile drop kick uh, to get a two count. Asuka does some sort of casual kicks to the head. That fires Roxy up. Elbow strikes. 
they duck each other. Roxy takes Asuka down. There's a side Russian leg sweep by Roxy and Asuka out of the ring. Uh, and then Roxy manages to hit that dive onto Asuka. Um, Perez keeps going for a cradle. They're sort of going back and forth. When Asuka traps her in an Asuka lock, Perez fights out of it, escapes the submission, um, but Perez just gets nailed with Asuka kicks. Uh, big final one takes her head off. One, two, three. Asuka wins. Afterwards, there's a there's a show of respect. Uh, and then Perez is jumped by Kiana James, who did the business to get Asuka here. And Shotzi leaves the announce desk to make the save and send her packing. Question. Uh-huh. Was this anywhere near as good as this dramatic reading suggests? It was good, but it was the wrong kind of good. So, like, that... This was it was a blandly synthetic three-and-a-quarter-star WWE TV match? No, because, dare I say it, that's what Will Bond's dramatic read-through would have made it. This was very one-sided. Like, to be honest, yeah. like, Roxanne Perez looked out of her depth, and it wasn't for the want of trying. I mean, in kayfabe terms, obviously, it wasn't for the want of trying. Mm. She was constantly on the defensive, basically. Asuka just had her beat. She was tougher, stronger, sharper, faster. And every time Roxanne Perez tried to counter, no, I'm going to beat you down again and beat you down. The finish, which was great to watch, but again, just a bit confusing. Remember when um, Brooklyn, take over Brooklyn 2, when Bailey's got, I've got nothing left. And she's just like, hit me, hit me. And Asuka does. She obliges, kicks her, head yeah. off, and beats oh, I her. I love that. Unbelievable finish. That's what they did here. Mm-hmm. Roxanne Perez was like, I don't think I've got anything left. Hit me as hard as you can. And Asuka does. And she puts her down and out. But again, as a bit of a, anyway, see you next <laughs> week, where this complete loser that is miles out of the depth is going to be in a major storyline, actually. It was really, really yeah. weird. Like, quite captivating in places, but not at all what you would have imagined at all. So you would expect, given that you theoretically want a lot of people to watch next week as well, Uh that you would make your existing weekly regulars look halfway good. I this failed on those terms. It and really, they did it again late with Bron Breaker from what I read. Quite a lot of it. <laughs> Too much of it, actually. It's <laughs> a fed for you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's today, actually. That's a fed. Making bad calls all over the shop. <laughs> Uh, then it was time for the pub rules match, of course. Gallus versus uh, two-thirds of the Rolling Brutes and uh, Tyler Biet. Uh, they do the bit where they're getting fired up beforehand. Banger after banger after banger. Uh, Gallus attacked during the Brutes' entrance. Um, Bait and Wolfgang. It would be really funny if, like, NXT was trending towards victory and then everyone saw Gallus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Bait and Wolfgang are in the ring. Bait dives over onto the coffees are out there. Um there's a pool cue shot to Wolfgang's face. Uh, Butch, because it's a pub rules match, and they just had like, you know, pool, a table with a pool cue on it and a dartboard off a turnbuckle or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was actually, Sounds tragic. It wasn't great, and there was a spot that they tried to make great that was also not great with, the, with that dartboard. Uh, yeah, Butch gets a dart and shoves it into Joe Coffey's hand. You know what this was? You know when you see those, like, well-meaning but kind of rubbish... Amdram plays, and somebody gets stabbed when the sword goes through the armpit. Yes. This was the dart going through the finger. Like, you've got one of the coffees going, ah, my f***ing finger! And it's like, it's clearly... Finger! No, it's nowhere near, and then the hand just, like, slides away, and he's like, ooh, like that. And you're just like, I've seen, like, staple gun spots 25 years yeah. ago more convincing than this. It was... Better in the first pub fight. It wasn't just a bin full of kendo sticks like every other pub. There was actual pub stuff. Oh, yeah. pub stuff. Huh? Yeah. Into that. It was beer. There was. At one point. Shoot beers. Anyone get in the face? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not watch it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Fire extinguisher spot with the uh, Rich, Rich Holland and Mark Coffee. Uh, 
Oh, that was he was the bit where Mark got put in a trash can and there was a bowling ball. Yeah, I didn't misremember that. I did that. No, no, yeah, it's one a of famous uh, pub stable bowling balls. You watched the uh, Channel Four show Teachers. They got all in. Yes, I used to. When they used to go to the bar and there was like a skittle ball alley there, and it's like maybe it'd be quite class to be a teacher. You're teaching the kids, are, but you've got like witty retorts for the kids, and then you got to smoke and drink and do it again the next day. And then I've got friends. Yeah, some like sexual chemistry yeah. with your colleagues, and that's allowed apparently. And then you have friends that teach us and they're really depressed and miserable and overworked. Where's the underpaid as well? Totally. Where's the skittleball bar? <laughs> and the obviously good working conditions. Yes. Um, Butch got triple choke slammed through a table to take us to a break. Uh, when we come back, they're doing all the the. The, the three of them are doing the Seamus forearm spot to Gallus. Uh, Wolfgang hit a flip dive over the ropes. Um, no, he did not. Mainly connected he, with the apron. He did a flip dive over the ropes. <laughs> Renaming Top Wolfgang. <laughs> loser. <laughs> Looked like shit. Did it? Yeah, give that a go. Check that out. Check that out. Then they all get put, all Gallus get put in, in submission holds. Um, but I think Mark powered Butch up, who'd got him in a Kimura, and powerbombed him onto Tyler Biet, and Rich Holland got uh, sent to the outside. Butch accidentally hit bait with a kick. Oh. Wolfgang power-slammed Butch, uh, and then Mark Coffey piled on top of Wolfgang. They both cover Butch, but Biet flies in with a swanton to break it all up. Uh, there's another table being set up. Uh, but it looks like the uh, baby face is going to go through it. Butch has been put on the table by Coffee, who inexplicably thinks this is the time to go and get a beer. He does, grabs a mug of beer off the off the commentator's table, uh, gets back in with it. But Bait makes the save, smashes Coffee with the beer, uh, and Butch snaps one of his fingers, and they do the shield triple power bomb basically through uh, the table with Coffee. One, two, three. I mean, it's all right. Like it's. it's Plunder stuff, it wasn't, again, like, it wasn't even Viking rules, and that was 24 hours earlier. Too much plunder in wrestling. Keep saying it. It was okay. It was, uh, like, the, the pub spots so that were... that makes it the best Gallus match of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I can't, like... It's the best pub fight of all time as well. They've never used so many pub-related props, so they're getting it. Yeah. Finally, at the, th- what, fourth, fourth attempt mm-hmm. is this first pub brawl we've had. Yeah. I might not watch NXT every week. Yeah. <laughs> Bait and done stuff. Is interesting. Yeah. Like is it? A bit. They were heating up a bit, a bit in the, um, like, he, when they were kind of, like, doing the banger after banger, but they were revving each other up, and Butch was like, remember how much, like, I, like, beat the shit out of you in yeah. our takeover matches? It's like, oh, all right. Like, I don't need to remember <laughs> that specifically, yeah. you know. So they're kind of, like, trying something there that I think might might bear fruit, but it's always Gallus. It's always Gallus. And that's, <laughs> I was going to say, that's our Gallus, but that's your Gallus. It's not it's mine. It's not my Gallus. <laughs> Uh, Hashtag not my gallows. Yeah, not my gallows. There was a great video package hyping up Becky Lynch and uh, Lyra Valkyria for... <laughs> Worth every penny, that. Uh, How much did it cost? I can't remember. I've had about four years now. Probably about two quid. Bargain. Uh, what's the biggest city in the world? Dublin. Correct. That's what it was about. Uh, and then Mackenzie's there with Lyra Valkyria. I didn't get this next bit. She's talking about how important this match is, what it means to her. The video package was them. It was some footage from, like, what, 20... Yeah, Becky went to visit the training school in 2018 during the Rise of the Man, and Lyra's one of the trainees. You know, like last week when we said, it's a nice story, but it's actually a story about Sasha Banks rather than Becky Lynch. Yes. This was authentic. Oh, good. So it was nice, yeah. They've kind of built that up quite well. Uh, And Tegan Knox comes in and congratulates her, and Lyra's like, oh, sorry about your loss. Uh, And uh, Tegan says, yeah, your match is going to have to wait. I want another shot. And Lyra's like, what are you talking about? It's the biggest match of my career. 
I'm not letting anything get in my way. What's going on here? We're having a match anyway, aren't they? So yeah. they're going to do it anyway. It's wait, wait, wait. Other <laughs> <laughs> way. What would you do it? <laughs> uh, We're going to do it anyway. Tegan Knox, bit pissed off, is going to have a match with Lyra Valkyria. Seemingly to continue this. Is Tegan Knox rubbish? Storyline that she's got going with Natalia. You know, one of them's going to turn, but we don't know which. Right. They're going to have a match. Riveting. Oh, another turn for Natalia. Uh, John Cena enters the uh, the arena. Yeah. It, it was so weird. It's so weird. I know it was weird seeing Cody there. Yeah. But John Cena as well was just, what the hell are you doing here? Again. Improving the, his work punches, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Again, like... The Undertaker would suffer from, and Cody, as you pointed out, the aisle is too small for anything. So, you know, I've seen normally does the, like, gotta go to woke, and then runs. He can't. Otherwise, he just smashed straight in, like, Titus O'Neil. Like, you can't do that. just has to be, oh, the ring's here. <laughs> yeah, too, they too love him, mind. They absolutely love him. Oh, they, they lost their mind. They love Gallus. They'll well, cheer for out. That's true. Um, yeah, they were queuing around the block. Mm. The, uh, the universe sang every word of his theme song, of course, uh, and he says, that's the most... It's street- a fascination with John Cena. This, <laughs> this has been the year for you, hasn't it? Never has there been a time where like you've always had this like sort of, I hate him, but all right, fair enough, whatever. That's gone now, isn't it? Any of that spirit of compromise with Cena is I've just I've never gone. compromised on John Cena. Have you never, never compromised? given up thinking he was genuinely... <laughs> you never give up like, mechanically an awful professional wrestler, incredibly cringeworthy. I'm not like that much of a... Smart, well, I'll say he wasn't unbelievable at generating drama. And God damn it, Arn Anderson could lay the hell out of one of his matches. Never a Cena guy. Mm. Now, vindication this year. He uh, says that's the most street cred I've got in the last 10 years. Uh, He says everyone talks about how NXT this future, uh, but we're making history tonight. You've got Cody Rhodes as the GM, LA Nair as the guest ref. Uh, They should have a fight in a pub. I won't mind a drink, actually. Because <laughs> drinking's class, isn't it? I thought we learned on Raw this week. Well, it, it kind of is, is just in general. Yeah. 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 If you want to come and drink with us, uh, the Mosaic Tap on uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the 21st of November. Tickets go on sale. I've memorized that by now. 10, I've got 10 a.m. on Friday in my head. And I'm Fantastic drinks at the Mosaic Tap. Not normal drink that you get at WWE parties. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Really, glittering range really, of really nice selection of sour, mm. soured beers in can form. Uh, he says, there's nothing like being here in this room. And I, I don't know if that's a compliment or... How would you know? <laughs> How would you know? You were in OVW? Yeah. He uh, was in the, that very that very ring. Uh, do you remember the first pandemic smackdown when he stuck around to watch 205 Live? Check out the future of this business. What else to do? Yeah, he was like... <laughs> what else sat, is he going to do? Sat in the stands watching like a 205 Live six man, just sort of like nodding sagely. Liking what I'm seeing here. Nice one. Nice one, Triple. Got some good guys here. Uh, we get a thank you, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Cena chant with one person chanting. Cena sucks. Yeah, it was me. And he, <laughs> he said, "Hey, honestly, he's a core value, and I appreciate that." Uh, a whole roster of guys in NXT kicking the doors down. Yes, we're Raw. Yes, we're SmackDown, and we are NXT. He says, "Man, never watched an episode of NXT in his life." No. Oh, I'm sitting there getting as resentful as you are every time I see him. It's like you don't know. Name me five NXT wrestlers, John. Oh, <laughs> tell, ma- me what, tell me what, what Von Wagner has been up to the last 12 months. Imagine asking John Cena that question like two minutes before he got the call to say, please. Yeah. 
and his agent was like, right, okay, this, 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 and this. Imagine, you would not have a clue. You're accompanying Carmelo Hayes to ringside tonight because of a long-standing relationship. Name his best friend. Yes. Who you are going to meet in an hour. Mm. Well, I know what you're thinking, Siege. Why are Melo and John Cena best friends? It's because they share the same values of hustle, loyalty, and respect. Ah. Uh, but here comes Bron Breaker. Uh, and he comes down to Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker sucks to John Cena sucks. There's BS chance as well at some point, so you kind of lose the audio. Um and he seems says, oh, I've heard that chant before, but it's nice to hear the lyrics change somewhat. Um, Bron says, look, it's a big, this is the good bit. Bron says, big night for NXT, but the people didn't come here to see you. And he just, John Cena went, they can't. Uh, I, honestly, I don't like the bloke. I'd hate him as a performer. He made some incredibly stupid comments last year. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Uh he says, you got everyone fooled. You're living in a fantasy land if you think Melo can beat me. Uh, and Cena's like, look, everyone knows that um, uh, this... Uh, winner. Thank you. ...is in bronze blood. You're athletically... He turns up later on. He's athletically gifted. Uh, but your, your glaring weakness, son, is your attitude. Uh, you lack respect. Uh, oh, I didn't come out here to... He's playing a character. <laughs> John Cena seems to really take it personally for some reason. A uh, huge pop from me coming because uh, he says, I didn't come out here to run you down, but now you're here. Here's a. Oh, moment! Teachable moment! He did say that. Yes! Uh, I don't know if you realized what he was doing when he said it. But he said <laughs> yeah, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> just accidentally. Yep. <laughs> no connection. <laughs> he says, I'm excited for your match. Respectfully, uh, good luck. Extends his hand. Bron responsible for hitting him. Goes to, to charge at him. Cena moves. Cena gets him up for the AA and Bron bails to the outside. Just this, we should have known what was coming in the main event. Like, Bron Breaker Spear is awesome and every legend is afraid to take it, apparently, because that's what I wanted out of this. And it's WWE with old guys mixing with new guys. Things have changed, Sid. They haven't. Not on NXT, apparently. Yeah. Things like, Imperium chased off DX. Oh, my we lived God. It. We lived it. It was yeah. only January. Show of the year. Show of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Telecast of the year. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, we go backstage, and Cody Rhodes is walking backstage. <laughs> when Tony D and Stack show up, and... And I thought, well, that's the war. There we go. Thanks for coming, everyone. <laughs> it's over. Uh, because uh, Cody's walking backstage and you hear Tony say, Oh, my guy, there he is. Good to see you. Listen, we uh, we got a little bit of a problem. Cody says, oh, a problem? Well, I'm the special guest GM, uh, so I can deal with the problem. And then, oh, <clears throat> hang on, sorry, it's first time on camera. Stack says, Done and now you're up. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely it's voice. It's embarrassing. We're on YouTube, mate. I know. I've just really self inspect. Uh, Don and I are looking for our next challenges. Since you're the GM, we got a solution. Tony says, Oh, listen to this. Got a whole mess of guys in the ring. Teams are two, ding ding, bell rings. They start going boom. Uh, body's flying. How you doing? See you later, your mother. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. He says, the end, there's two teams left, right? The bell rings again. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ding. They stop fighting. Boom. There's got to be a winner. Better bing, better boom. That's our challenges. Capiche? And Cody Rhodes goes, so I'm from Georgia. Um, I got yeah. <laughs> says, let me put it like this. <laughs> look, at, look, dead team over the top battle royal. Your partner gets eliminated. Too bad. The whole team's eliminated. Get down to two teams. Standard tag team match. The winner faces Don and I. Night one. Halloween. Halloween. And Cody's like, boom. Cherry on top. Halloween Havoc. Love this. He says, it reminds me of some of the crazy concepts my dad came up with. Have you seen what this is called? What are they called, this? Oh, do you not know? Oh, my God. He said, I'll tell you what. Co- Cody came up with this. Hang on, you- I'll- it's time to play the game. Time to play time the game. game. <laughs> did it, did it, did it, did it. What is the name of this new concept match? We all know that NXT has come up with the greatest new concept match alongside Viking rules. Right, the Alien Survivor. NXT delay. Gabba. (laughs) Gabba Battle Ghoul. Very good. Halloween Havoc. That would have been great for Gabba Gabba Ghoul. Ghoul. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It is set for next week. The Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal. Hey, there's a good oh and bad version of everything. Good alliteration, that. Which Ooh. otherwise, as we all know, is the work <laughs> of. Uh, speaking of Gabagool. Yeah. That's what Cody screamed as he walked out with a shot. He was like, hey, oh, yeah, Gabagool. Hey, this guy, yeah. Ah, it's great. He's a, he's a great. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Possibly the best segment across both shows for me. Uh, I including the Danielson swerve can't look Cedric in the face when I earnestly agree agree with what? what Wilbur just said I drifted off <laughs> <laughs> best thing on both shows this for me oh, I used to he's an idiot I like, 
I laughed so much. It was so pleasing to see Cody mixing, not just with anyone in the NXT locker room, but those two. That's two of our favorite. Sentimental favorites, mm. I'd say. I love them. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely sensational. Love them. Um, oh, God. Re- sorry, that's really unprofessional. I know this is our first show on, on bloody YouTube. I, I, we've got a lot of this show still to go yeah, to, yeah. which I really need to go to the toilet. I don't think I can get through it all. So i tell you what, Havley, you talk about what you think about the Badabing Battle Royal and her, yeah. maybe who some of the some of the favourites are, and I'll, I'll just nip out, okay? I'll, I'll, no one will. Fine, fine. Unprofessional, but we'll carry on anyway. Yeah, so there's a the graphics edge has got like all the tag teams on, and they've even TNA'd it a little bit. So Cody's taking a bit of Russo. There's pinfalls at the end. So oh, you get why? That, you get yeah, that I get confused. Because Cody, as he's proven, is such a great booker of himself and others. So I can't wait to see it. That's next week as well. So you're going to get tag team. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's hey, that's hey, that's hey, all right. That's all right. <laughs> right. Hey, where's Willie at? He's just he got to the toilet. Take a pee. You want to take, uh, want to take a leak? Uh, son of a gun. Hey, uh, what do you think of the old uh, Tuesday Night War, huh? I didn't watch NXT Starks. Oh, it's a goddamn <laughs> great show. He's hanging out with good old Cody back, say the roller coaster, as I call him. That's really clever. <laughs> hey, you call that yourself? I can't hold it all by my goddamn self. Hey, Sage, where, where, what's the deal with motorbikes, huh? Motorbikes? <laughs> Stacks, you realize we're on YouTube now. (laughs) (laughs) Motorbikes, method of transportation, uh, quite dangerous, quite alarming. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to go on one, but they are very fast. Apparently, you feel like a really big man if you ride one of them, if you're The Undertaker or Mm -hmm. Eric Bischoff. Um, You know, people love them. They get you from A to B. So scary and dangerous, aren't they? Yes, for for non-riders. Indeed, uh, you know I had a bit of bad news actually. I heard on the way over here. Hmm. You know, uh, you know Matthew McConaughey. You remember that guy, that actor guy? Yeah, he's still alive. He, uh, he got well. He got in a bit of an accident. Oh, and, uh, he, he apparently uh, lost his left hand in a motorbike accident. Now he's uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> three jokes, three questions, three jokes for you, Sage. <laughs> and uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a goddamn statement at the end. Sage, uh, joke question number one: What uh, what kind of motorbikes you reckon ghosts prefer? Huh? <laughs> He's ghosts are real fallback he for all stacks. <laughs> so basically, we know that stacks likes ghost themed <laughs> jokes. Yeah. So there'll either be a boo yeah. or an ooh <laughs> in there. So Harley Davidson Suzuki. Good. What motorbikes the ghost prefer? A Bulgari, yeah? <laughs> same yeah, thing. A, it's so, the exact so, so same thing. Close. You should get the point. It's route one, Stacks. Yeah, we should be allowed that one. And one thing, yeah. question joke number two. Um, <laughs> why do you think my motorcycle just, just won't run, huh? Why don't you think my motorcycle will run? Huh? What's the problem with it? Is he saying run so that he gets to like scream in my face? Because it's got wheels, you stupid fucking idiot. Something like that. Them in a s- set up again. Well, why am I wa- motorcycle boy? Can I, why why want to run, huh? Switched he up. Switched up. to the uh, He knows why it's on the won't my motorcycle work? <sighs> Nothing springing to mind here. Well, Spoonerisms, abusing your <laughs> puns. Yes, that's those are the, the <laughs> Stax's magic rule of three. Why don't my motorcycle run? Because it's too tired. Ah, too tired! <laughs> Sage, I got one more question and one more joke for you, and then a little 
little story I want to tell you afterwards. Just actually. me. Uh, well, both of you and, and the lovely people at home, of course. Have you ever met Nicholas, our producer? Yeah, yeah. Nicholas. How do you know his first name was Adam? Huh? Huh? How do you know his first name was Adam? Just a look, he gets everyone in the goddamn place going. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Hey, uh, what do you get when you mix a motorbike with a joke? Huh? The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> We're not topping that. <laughs> do I need to do a punchline? Oh, I quite like the fact that we mugged up that twat. <laughs> did he meet him? Did he meet him? I did, and uh, I played a game of bowls. A little game of bowls with him. And uh, he was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you mix a motorbike with a joke? A Yamaha. <laughs> 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 Finally, Sage. I was a. I was, I was pretty. Uh, I was. I gotta tell you, I was. I was pretty impressed by. Uh, by uh, Mark, as I call him. Now. By Mark's uh, motorbike. So, part uh, uh, of the show, I. Uh, I uh, actually got a motorbike for my wife. Best fucking trade ever. See you, ladies. <laughs> Oh man. Bye, Stacks. Oh God, sorry, I'm in there for ages. Everything all right? What are well, we talking not about? Gonna believe this, Will. What? Well, I'm talking. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna believe this, Will? What's man. that? Stacks was just here. Oh no! You First time on him. YouTube, and you missed him. I thought I could hear his uh, plane taking off. Yeah, just yeah. now. But oh, that's a shame. Uh, maybe, maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next week. What have you? What have you been talking about? Are you exactly where we? Where you left off? Where Funnily enough, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't really talk about the review. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you didn't swear at all, did you? After any time, well, points, they have to note down. I would say you know what it's like, but you never hear for it. So yeah, okay. he, d he did a little. He bit. did, yeah. Got a bit okay. blue. Just at the end. Yeah. Just at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Baron Corbin's backstage uh, with Mackenzie. Uh, he says uh, he's not. He's not happy about Ilya. And the title match and everything like that. Uh, he's just taking matches that he knows he can win. He should face me. Uh, he's, he's fake. He's ducking me. Uh, I thought he'd be a better champion than Melo, but everyone's the same. And before we can get any more, any more, any further with this, you hear the music of One L. Yeah. And it's time for the NXT. <laughs> Somebody got off the bus. Time for the NXT Championship match. <laughs> Uh, Dragonov versus Dominic Mysterio with LA Knight as the special guest referee. Uh, early on, no, no surprise here, Dragonov dominates Dirty Dom. Uh, Rhea's in the corner. Um, so for Dom to be able to take over at some point in the match, uh, she jumps up. Uh, LA Knight gets distracted. Dom gets the old thumb to the eye to Dragonov. And Ilya gets sent to the outside as we go to a break. When we come back, it's the Dom... main event. No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, Carmelo Braun. Yeah. Don't worry, there's tons left. Um, Dom's in control when we come back from the break. Three amigos, uh, but Ilya comes back, nails Dom with a lariat, chops Dom in the corner, snap German. Uh, he's ragdolling Dom, basically. Uh, at one point, he goes for, I think, yeah, a series of German suplexes. Dom's, like, reaching out to try and grab Rhea, um, and uh, Ilya hits him with a third German. Dom uh, ducks a swing uh, from Ilya and hits a big chop and just gets the look from Ilya Dragunov. It's a you effed up chant. Um, Ilya fires up and batters Dom into the opposite corner, chops the crap out of him. Uh, he goes for a powerbomb. Dom escapes, kicks him into the ropes, uh, goes to the 619. Um, 
goes for uh, Ilya goes for the Constantine special. That gets counted. Dom hits the six one nine on the second attempt. Um, covers kick out. Um, Ilya hits a superplex then, and uh, as he is lying in wait, Dom goes to the apron. Ilya chases him. Dom hits him with kicks to the head and a DDT through the ropes. Um, Dom goes for another DDT, but Ilya counters. It's a huge power bomb. Uh, the H bomb. And Ilya's setting up for his big finish when here comes Finn Balor, here comes Damian Priest, and of course, collectively, they're in the f***ing judgment day. And the referee decides, I'm not having this. So he hits people with a blunt force trauma. Um, Ripley goes to the belt shot, but Trick Williams is there to yank her off the apron and catch her in his arms. Um, there's, there's a moment. Yeah. There's a moment. And Ilya hits his finish to retain the NXT Championship. Again, Dominic Mysterio has somehow morphed from the guy that can never get good to someone that's just bad enough. Like, he's very, very believable getting his ass handed to him, which is really satisfying. Um, I like watching Dominic Mysterio wrestle. That's where we're at now. I think he serves a really good role in almost all of his matches. He's got way more character and there's way more identity to a Dominic Mysterio match than half of like your standard kind of WWE mid-card time filler. I really, really like that. Um, It was, again, it was a bit too knockabout with LA Knight. There was a point early in the match where the wrestlers basically had to slow it down because you know a football match when it's like so-and-so give us a wave and the manager does it once and it's like, right, on with the game. Like, LA Knight heard them going, yeah, and, like, started putting his finger out. And then they would go, yeah, and he would just do it again. And he was just traversing the ring, getting his own pops. And I was like, all right, LA, give it a minute. Yeah. So, like, that, again, was a bit of an overlap that I didn't really like. But when he was physically running off the judgment day, quite funny. Great seeing back in NXT as well, where it all began. That was a bit strange yeah. as well, because it's, what, been where like... it all began 18 years <laughs> into his career. <laughs> it's been about a year, is it? Tops. And he's like returning as like a, a massive he star. A, he was at the take. It was at the stand and stand under Luva. Uh, yeah, we like, were on that LA night train. Early doors. Early. We thought he was going to be the first champion of the two point oh era because oh, of because yeah. of his because of his body and his limited ability. But he's going straight to the top instead. <laughs> yes, thanks, Tut. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, like that. you love that. It was you your favourite thing for a while. <laughs> Cheers, Tut. Oh, oh, yeah, Ilya was celebrating. Here comes Baron Corbin. But before Baron Corbin can attack Ilya Dragunov, who do you think, who do you think attacked him? Got to give the people what they want. There's more, there's another one. It's time, it's time to play the game! Time to play the game! I've lost... Track of where we are. Who attacked Ilya Dragunov before Baron Corbin could come out and attack Ilya Dragunov? I'm assuming it's someone from the main roster. It's not. No, oh, well, I don't care. Then. It's all part of a. Uh, it's a very a textured web that they uh, weave in NXT. Yes, textured web. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't care. Think of a baddie on the on the NXT roster. Think of a real punk red. Yeah, oh, Dijak. Uh, yeah. Dijak kicks his goddamn head off. That <laughs> would be good again. Baron yeah. Corbin's like, uh, and Dijak goes, oh, I got dibs. Uh, so <laughs> I he beat his ass and then went in Corbin's face and went, like, basically, I got next. So, <laughs> like, self. That was it. Corbin was like, I literally called my shot last week. And I beat him up first. Yeah. And that's the rules. Uh, those are the rules of wrestling. Rules. I don't know why they don't. Uh, every prelim guy doesn't go after every main event guy. I think uh, 
that's going to have to go to the desk of a one like Cody Rhodes. Yes. Solve that, solve that dilemma. Yes. Uh, Mellows with Cena. Can't believe Bron came out and disrespected his best mate. Uh, <laughs> seems like, oh, don't worry. Focus on the match. In comes Trick. Uh, they're introduced. Despite the fact that, like we said yesterday, surely they'd all be friends. You would think so. Tricks, Mellows, and Mellows. Uh, maybe just like different friendship groups. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah it must be. Uh, yeah, like if it was getting married, they'd meet on a stag. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank, that's it. Yeah, thanks, Cena, for coming, coming to NXT. Nearly a pothole there. <laughs> uh, Mello apologizes for not being there last week, and there's a little bit of tension, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, but Cena breaks all that up. Uh, Mello says, "I'm beating Braun. I'm winning the title." And then you know we can get back to your North American title trick. And Trick's a bit like, "What?" And uh, Mello leaves. And Trick just has a little look in his eye, Sige. And Cena says, you all right? And he says, how did you know it was your time, John? He says, let's go and have a talk. Oh, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, what came next was sensational. NXT Anonymous. Who could it possibly be? Oh, Sige. Oh, God. <laughs> NXT Anonymous catches Paul Heyman backstage. So they showed him showing up earlier. Catch him backstage <laughs> trying to recruit someone for the. I saw a screenshot. Oh, did you see it? I thought good. You know what my favorite thing about it was. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> he's like, you know, he could just be there going, and you're like, oh, he's chatting to Ava. She hasn't got a surname. She's a rock daughter. Um, and she's the rock's daughter. And, yeah, oh, rock's what can daughter. we infer from that? But he literally goes, <laughs> they go, oh, see some footage around it's anonymous, and it's him holding up his phone with the word bloodline on it, going, bloodline. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, for real. This cinema. Yeah. Blood like a note, bloodline question mark? <laughs> Pretty much. I think it was a logo. I think he got an image of the logo. It was like, it's like this is the back of his phone. I got an iPhone. Uh, what, like, all right, let's unpack this. Hang on. <laughs> How would you not? How would she not know what the bloodline is when she's in the f***ing thing? <laughs> That's interesting. Tell me more about it. I've been under a tree. How, how do they all know each other? Well, Ava. <laughs> well, first of all... I've been under a tree recently. Let so. me tell you about a family tree. <laughs> it's crazy. She works for WWE and she's in it! <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Roman called? And he was like, uh, wise man, I've seen her work. No. Is <laughs> he pulling him to leave? Uh, oh, then... It's not much worse than Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> a white SUV shows up, but, Sige, who's in it? It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! A white SUV, you say? A white SUV, That's yes. too pansy for old Tig. <laughs> um, he's on a hog. <laughs> um, we rode our white SUVs back from the desert. Main roster? Uh, ooh, gonna give it away potentially with that. Not that technically. No, I guess not. Uh, Eddie Thorpe. I'm okay. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Eddie Thorpe say, "Christ, he's leveled up." <laughs> uh, it was Jay Cargill. Ah. Yeah, to uh, to meet meet up with Shawn Michaels and do nothing else on this show. No, nothing at all. Okay. But like the Triple H thing, she's clearly doing business. Like yeah. she just doesn't give a shit about Postman Pierce. Like he's of no use to her. No, he's of no use to anyone. <laughs> to be fair, if she is doing business, maybe she's going to see Keanu James. 
There we go. So, tick. Uh, Square that away. Baron Corbin meets up with Cody Rhodes and says it's not fair. And uh, Cody says, oh, shut up. <laughs> Basically, he says, um, there's going to be a triple threat next week. Mm-hmm. Baron, Jack, and the winner of the main event to determine who faces Ilya. Yes, uh, Halloween Havoc. It, uh, <laughs> What's that? It's a spooky Thomas the Tank Engine, I believe. Dominic <laughs> uh, Mysterio. A ghost oh. train. All oh, right, okay. Dominic Mysterio is uh, you know, icing his neck and pissed off about losing, obviously. <laughs> and he walks out into the room, a room of uh, geeks, isn't it? Total losers. Just, Just a, a line b- of them. Bunch of geeks. And Tom's uh, and like, oh. And uh, who should he bump into? But Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. <laughs> who says oh, I've got I've got a hard hitting home truth for you? And I was like, Are we still doing that gimmick, Nathan? Or <laughs> he says, uh, you got your ass kicked. It was a massacre. And Dominic Mysterio goes, Who knows that guy? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That yeah, was really good. And Rhea's like, not the North American champion. In like the a league. prodigy in his early twenties, and Nathan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we did get an NXT Women's Breakout Tournament match. Who do you reckon was in it? At Lullaby's, yeah, who's like. genuinely, and see her last night because I watched a show, Paul. <laughs> but she's uh, uh, every week. I'm going to say this: she's really good, really promising. It was great again. Yeah, she was sensational here. She faced Danny Palmer. Uh, Danny Palmer looked good as well, to be mm-hmm. fair. Um, you kind of have to keep up with some of them counters as well, and ensure that Lola Vice looks as good as she does. Yeah, can't just throw her in there with some of the people we've seen wrestling yes. before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clotheslines by Palmer, drop kick, handstand kick, goes for a spinning moonsault, but Lola Vice dodges it. But Danny lands on her feet, uh, hits double knees, goes for a standing moonsault, but Lola reverses it into a great submission, like a triangle choke, basically. Palmer has to try and counter that into a pin. She does, but uh, Lola Vice just kicked out and then nailed her with a kick, basically, and got the one, two, three to advance to the semifinals. Looks looks fantastic. It's like, it's, you know, it's lofty praise. She's obviously not there yet, but the setting of the traps that then she falls into that you get from like the Zack Sabre Jr. match in these Lola Vice matches are tremendous. Mm. And the strikes hitting just as hard isn't like a new thing, but it's, oh, she's got that as well. She's increasingly looking like the one that's got the lot, like a bit of a prodigy, mm. Lola Vice. I think she's great. Yeah. Uh, then it's off to get another... At Chase U, uh, Theo's, Theo's missing another classage. Empty chair. But she shows up and says, uh, JC told me to go to class and I agreed, but only if she could come too. Again, the storyline's completely arse backwards. You're not allowed. <laughs> I can't just go to, uh, you know, Newcastle Uni. Yeah. I just say I'm just going to sit down. No. It costs loads of money and I'm getting it for free. Yeah, no, you can't. First of all, you have to could up as an existing student, make the life better, and yes, then get welcomed yes, in. Yes. Yeah. It's like a recommend a friend deal. Yeah. <laughs> in an incredibly expensive no, academic. Andrew keeps sacking all of his students. That's yeah, right. Yeah. There's loads of room. Um, he goes, Yeah, fine. Uh, take a seat. <laughs> yeah. And he starts talking about the history of Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> so, yeah, JC Jane had like a red and black hat. Observing the uniform more than uh, Thea Hill. All right, okay. Yeah, she's going to sneak away in there. Thea Hill's going to be... She's going to be milk monitor. Yep. Then. So, JC Jane uh-huh. has corrupted Thea Hale, mm-hmm. who yep. has subsequently become a much more successful professional wrestler. Yep. Correct. So that JC Jane can supplant her at Chase University and become worse. Well, 
Yes, but also she was quite disruptive, wasn't she? She was. She was disruptive, but also the best student in the class. Yeah, she was chatting and she was on her phone. Yeah. And then uh, Andre Chase was was effing a jet, but someone else got... Basically, she was on her phone and he was getting a bit more frustrated, getting a bit more frustrated. And then bloody David was on his phone as well, wasn't he? And he was like, David, get your phone. And he threw his phone through a wall. Did kind of love the law of David. He's suddenly this problem child in the class because he can't target JC Jane because he thinks he's going to lose the Hales. Yeah. Right. It's always fucking you, David. And it's like, what did I do? Yeah. Just being David. God, this sucks. It's great, man. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. It's so nice to be back in Cheshire. Yes. Uh, and Andre's like... I wasn't uh, there. Andre's like, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, JC, everything was fine until you showed up. And she's like, hey, hey, I've got some big news. Andre... Mr. Chase, sorry, you and Duke Hudson, they're in the Battle Royal next week, aren't they? And David's like... Did you speak to Cody about it? I assume so. Yeah. She appears to be across everyone else's business, so... And uh, everyone's like, yay! And David's like, my phone's broken. Good scene. <laughs> it, was, it ended as well. Like, because you know they've stopped doing the... Because <laughs> Jason Chase is ostensibly a baby face in this somehow. Like, you've got Andre Chase there, uh, centre of the frame, and he's like... Oh. All right. And she's like... Hey, and then as soon as he looks even slightly away, she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They so like, they're just kind of working out these two. What if the... What, uh, <laughs> great, man. Okay. <laughs> In the tag title hunt next week. Yeah. In the hunt. Uh, bronze, bronze working out. Paul Heyman's hyping him up, basically. Wisdom comes from experience. He's worked with Bronze father, Bronze uncle. They had so much to offer. He's the wise man because he can see the future. Oh, like Apollo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman's got pink eye. I've got an app we can use for this. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, he sees Bron Breaker in the main event of WrestleMania. The only thing standing in his way is Carmelo Hayes. Uh, and Bron says, I don't care if it's Melo, Cena. I don't care who stands in my way. I'm going to break them all. And uh, Bron leaves and Paul Heyman does the whole poor Roman Reigns shtick. Well, I don't believe that Roman Reigns is interested in watching this television program. No. I'm inclined to agree, and it, it was something foreboding about Paul Heyman doing it. Like, you are literally going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Everybody listen to this, because we really need to, you to ignore what you're about to watch. Mm. And like that. Uh, we get another uh, mystery vignette for this mystery wrestler. Who could it possibly be, Hamlet? It's Brian Pillman Jr. It's Brian Jr. Pillman Jr., but not Brian Pillman Jr. So. I read this. Yeah. Uh, he watches clips of Brian Pillman uh, and says, my dad was one of the craziest pers- people in the business. Everyone stops me and talks, talks, talks to me about my dad. Um, but, you know, doesn't have good memories of my dad and me. I didn't know him. I didn't want to be a su- WWE superstar, but I tried everything else, and I'm here. When they see my face, I don't want people to Hang see on. my father. He says he didn't want to be one. Yeah. Now he's had to resort to it because he was useless at everything else. He also has to, like, if, to make this character make sense, which I'm going to put over in a second, but to make this character make sense, you have to ignore the fact that he dressed like every iteration of his father for the first five years of his career. <laughs> remember that? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, they don't want people to see his, he doesn't want people to see his dad they want to see him so he's not going to use his dad's name he's going to use the man who raised him and that name is King and so is his this was good honestly this was good like I don't think based on what we've seen years in AW that maybe the ceiling is all that high for Brian Pillman Jr however this I think gives the character a bit of a fighting chance if you think about and Christ they were all over this show if you think about how the uh, the esteem that legends are held in Brian Pillman included in the context of this WWE is always like, Jesus Christ, you must never disrespect the legend. Don't name anybody's family member and never disrespect the legend. And he's kind of doing it right out the gate. And it's his own dad. Like, there's, I think there's a bit of meat on the bone. And then the bell will ring. And then we'll have to just see. But I think they're giving him the best possible chance. Better this than Brian Pillman Jr., I think. It's Brian Pillman Jr.? Yeah. 
And I like the That's name. always the problem. I like the name isn't just, you know, ran, two random names shoved together. It does actually genuinely have, have familial connection. They're not McGillicutty in him here. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, everyone simps for Asker backstage, basically. <laughs> it's gross, this man. He'll walk up and, oh, I love you, you're great. A you literal are. queue of wrestlers from the locker room. Just want to come up and say hello to Asker, then giddily skip away. Oh, I can't believe I met Asker. I'll tell you, he doesn't. Tiffany She walks up and she says, well, why don't I see Chappie? I put the, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. What? They're not even near anything. And Fallon Henley's there and she's pushed in front of her, basically. Uh, she says, don't get taught any manners. She's like, no, I'm, I got taught to treat people differently like you. Uh, toodles. Thoughts? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Match next week, probably, innit? Yeah. Yeah, Fallon and Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> Maybe you could have... Jensen there. Connor James does something. I'm, just, I'm always trying to Oh, because of the Asker link. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's exactly what I meant. Got you there. Main event time. <sighs> it is uh, Carmelo Hayes with best friend John Cena, of course, versus Brian Breaker uh, with Paul Heyman. <laughs> with Paul, best friend Paul Heyman. Paul, Paul Heyman, who, uh, you, know, you know you like your subtlety, like over in the old AW. When Paul Heyman introduced Bron Breaker, he introduced him as badass. Bron Breaker. Stick around. That might mean something in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Hayes looks great to start. Uh, Goes up top, though. Goes up top. Bron catches him for a body slam. Back and forth. Mello hits a springboard clothesline to uh, take us to the break. Uh, When we come back, Bron picks up Mello and drops him off the top rope face first into the turnbuckle. Uh, He starts beating the crap out of him. Catapults him neck first into the bottom rope. Cover gets two count. Uh, he runs Hayes over. He picks him up for a belly-to-belly suplex. He puts him on his shoulders and drops him into a gut buster for a near fall. Uh, he gets repeated shoulder tackles, a back suplex. He does the you-can't-see-me taunt to Cena, who's doing acting, as you pre- pre- previewed yesterday. He unbearable. He buzzing, man. He was so glad to be there. Okay. He loves hit, to have fun. I'm sure, I'm sure. He hits the ropes and runs straight into a super kick. Uh, Mello hits a splash, then another one. Uh, Bron counters a suplex, but Mello counters into a cutter for a near fall. Uh, Mello goes up top, but uh, Bron crotches him up there. Uh, Bron climbs up, goes for a superplex. Mello fights free. Uh, so Bron hits a super face buster for a two count. Bron drops the straps, charges for a spear, but Mello sidesteps. Um, goes up top, does Mello, and gets caught for a huge uh, choke drop thing from <laughs> Bron Breaker. Uh, Mello escapes to the outside. Bron follows and grabs the ring steps. Cena <laughs> grabs the steps and then attacks Bron Breaker. Yeah. He didn't actually hit him, did he? No, he didn't, no. But he just, Cena just, just decided to bollocks. It wasn't like he was just disarming him. It's like, I'm in this now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, here comes Solo Sakura. Uh, him and Cena fight to the back. Mello hits Bron with a cr- code breaker. Gets him back in. Nothing but net. One, two, three. NXT love this match and I think believe that, oh, we've got a bigger audience tonight. Let's put our best two out there. And they always just have fine wrestling matches. <laughs> like they've never, got, like Carmelo Hayes and Bron Breaker have had these moments with mm. others. They've done like the arena shows together and it's never, never really, really with each uh, other. It's fine. This is just fine. Um, post-match, Breaker immediately spears Hayes out of his shoes. Uh, he stands over him, gets a mic, and says there's only one badass in NXT. You're not going to believe what happens next, Sage. Dong. Uh-huh. Lights go out. Motorbike. American badass plays. 
We have to wait about five minutes. Pitiful get... bloke. <laughs> Idiot's to... vibe. We have to wait, get it through the awkward small entrance that they've got. <laughs> That's funny. And he goes, and he Do you have a smile on his face? No, of course he didn't. What do you got this? Or someone out here calling themselves a badass <laughs> and talking about take. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Calloway, um, oh, is NXT your favourite three letters, would you say? <laughs> My favourite three letters are BSK. Ever heard them? We kept the f***ing clicker chat. <laughs> I like Big Kev. Sean was kind of an asshole. <laughs> Sometimes you got to tape your fists up around that boy, you know? Sure There's three other letters that I think Take would like, but uh, <laughs> not going to say him. Not going to say him. Anyway. More than one might be the same. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, Mark. Um, he walks his bike down the ringside. <laughs> yeah. Then he... <laughs> too, too small. He's got his big down back. And he's too fucking small. He's just like... Tell him who is the happiest to see The Undertaker. Never in your life has you seen Booker f***ing T is happy to be on NXT. They cut to... He's so happy. They cut to his face just to watch... You're watching Booker T watching The Undertaker and be like, thank God a real wrestler's turned up. Like, I don't know this guy. <laughs> uh, I think Undertaker even says, good to see him, Mark. <laughs> we went up and down the road for like five minutes once. <laughs> Uh, Booker T of the when he feuded with the Undertaker, he had to go see a voodoo priestess to cast a spell on him. Remember that? No, no, yeah, that was a that was a SmackDown feud. I think I remember that. Actually, yeah. Now, anyway, there's a he was he was so happy. <laughs> He's buzzing. You think he just ordered his dinner? <laughs> he looked so buzzing. So the uh, the choppers there, and there's a bike as well. Actually, um, Breaker calls him uh, an old dammer. Uh, and said, so, uh, just in case you didn't hear me first time, I said, there's one badass around here. Although it would make sense you probably heard me because that would be the catalyst for you to come out. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the audience, you know, I was here anyway. You don't tell me what to do. Do what I want. I'm going to miss the goddamn cut of this show. <laughs> I ride around on my bike every week just in case. This is the first time that's come up. Uh, and it's what? <laughs> <laughs> Takes so, oh, takes uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I do not know. <laughs> so Taker, Taker grabs the mic, takes off the NXT logo. Right Trust me, I don't want to see it. He's wearing his fighting clothes and he can't hold it because the thing's in the goddamn way. Is that why he did it? Yeah, he always has to, doesn't he? He's like, of course. He's like, my MMA gloves, just in case, of course. <laughs> Guess a shark's going to turn up. <laughs> Which, to be fair, when I don't think, yeah. oh, I'm jump shark. You see a pin going through the audience. Undertaker's throwing soup bones. All the people are scattering. Oh, Jesus. Johnny Shark. Running away like they've been sat next to his parents. Get away. So Taker grabs the mic and says, I've been watching you for a long time. No, you haven't. <laughs> Take, you are lying to me. I've been watching you for a long time, Colin. <laughs> uh, one day you're going to be a very special talent. But just one thing, it ain't today. And he decks him, grabs him, huge Huge cock. <laughs> yeah. Take's got a... Big dig, obviously. Braun knows just went to jump because Undertaker shouts loudly, up! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he did go absolutely flying for yeah. that joke, Slam. 
I like that kid. He follows instructions. <laughs> Not like some of these other jumping around assholes on the other side. On the other side. Uh, crowd are loving this, obviously. And Taker gets the mic and says, young fella. You see, I'm going to give you a little advice. Yeah, is this the verbatim copy? Yeah. Yeah, of course oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. There's I always script it, it, it. Yeah. I always like the complete contradiction here as well. It says, I'm going to give you a little advice. There's always an older, bigger, badder, badass waiting around the corner. Right? There's always that. I wish George Hackenstrip would come around and kick the f*** out of Taker then. That'd be better. Well, you say, you say that, Sage. So he said, there is always... Uh, older, bigger, badder, badass waiting around the corner. You just met the baddest of them all. So there's not always. <laughs> <laughs> the line starts here with uh, a take. And then Von Wagner's not there to correct him. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, take is impossible. <laughs> Richard Pro. What are you talking about, <laughs> Mark? <Richard Pearl. laughs> I missed Bobby Stone on this show. Fine, you're talking to the freaking Undertaker, man. <laughs> No, this guy is a wrestler. <laughs> He's going to hit you with a tombstone. Nah, he all, can't lift one of those. <laughs> they've all got two jobs, though, so he wouldn't uh, get that, yeah, he would not right, get that yeah, wrong. That's fair. Uh, and then the, yeah, the show closes with uh, The Undertaker embracing his best friend, Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> I saw the... They did, yeah, they, uh, that was a dot-com exclusive, I think. But oh, okay. yeah. This, this guy, great work, sport. Good <laughs> match, chief. My favorite thing about this segment, which I have not watched, and never in a million years will, right? Literally, even if you paid me, because I'm getting paid to be here, <laughs> and I have not watched it, is I just love the fans who go, got the rub. Yeah. The, the fans who say, yeah, yeah, he just got the rub, didn't he? <laughs> First of all, no, he didn't. He's got his ass kicked. <laughs> I love the idea of a, that means we like you. Like the, it's just bullying, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> rubbish, man. And it's, has there ever been in the really very, very long history of WWE post-Monopoly doing this thing where it's like, we won, we've got the biggest cocks, we're going to beat your ass, and then one day you'll be the guy beating the other guy's ass. <laughs> that's how bullying works. Yeah. That's how WWE works. That's literally the story they tell on TV. In the history of the years that they've been doing this, has anyone who's got the ass kicked actually become a star and got over, really? Like, Cena doesn't count because that never really happened to him. He was never humiliated by a legend. No, he was given the handshake off the Dave man as well, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> Famously. So has this ever worked? But, uh, Not only is it never going to work because you just think they're a complete geek. I, I, I know, I know somebody who it's worked with, Sage, but maybe you just don't live on the same planet as him. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy got the beating of his life after dead, man. Yeah, it's, it's a different thing, though. It's not like ex-retired guy no. or part-time guy or Triple H kicks him in the nuts nah. or whatever. Undertaker's never, ever done as much for a young guy as he did for, like, Great Carly that one time. Yes. <laughs> like, ever. But this, like, this whole thing that we did. Breaker putting his foot on his chest? Like Austin like. Theory, jury's out, but I'm the judge. Verdict, he's not getting over. <laughs> uh, the Ascension. Ascension. Oh, God. Sandow. Yeah. Uh, they must have done it with, like, Rene Dupree or someone like that. Surely, like, foreign Backstage, menace. backstage. Friggin', the friggin' click did it to Seth Rollins that time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Can I get on that hook? Well, they didn't kick his ass, though. It's different. It's the ass kicking. They've got to beat him up. Oh, yeah. The, no, they were just losers. Stigmatized forever. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And Bron was here. And Undertaker's... Bye, Bron. I got there. I got there. 
When he, hey, when he did that like badass arm thing, it was always because he was like, oh, I suppose I better get on with celebrating, even though I'm too much of a badass. So this time he just looked like he was really hard work getting his arms up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like screamed as he choked something as well, like he was suffering himself. <laughs> did he? I have to watch it now. <laughs> oh, you need to watch it as well. Because obviously it's a kid rock theme, which is very much of a time. But then, to be fair, so are the fans that go to the performance center every week. They absolutely lose their goddamn minds. Rock and the devil without a cause. And I'm back at f***ing rock. And I suck that cack. Like, they're going nuts for it, man. They I love how they have to, like... <laughs> Just remove a verse. Yeah. Just remove like, a really, we, really ugly, problematic verse. Get rid of Radio edit. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a full big slur. Radio edit. <laughs> why, up, to why, me, up to me, you played a full version, but we got what we got. <laughs> that was the best part. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, <laughs> it's just me. me and Kane played a full version, trying to stop us. In a right land. Well, what was better, this or AW? I guess we'll find out tonight with the ratings. <laughs> yeah. The numbers never lie. And the last goal wins. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was a real quiz. That was the real quiz for the Wednesday Night War. Can the streak continue? Yeah. And if you like quizzes, we've got a live show on the uh, 21st of November, don't forget. Yep. Tickets, whatculture.com forward slash tickets is where you need to go. Friday, 10 a.m., make sure you set your alarm. It'll be... Glastonbury, basically. Yeah. The, the website might crash. but It'll be this week's NXT. Buy tickets. Uh, buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll be saying at one minute past ten. Uh, right, let's know your thoughts on NXT. <laughs> it's going, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> in the comments or on Twitter, on X. Uh, at what culture, WWE. Uh, watch they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sedgwick. Follow me uh, at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, Sweat as I said. Uh, what Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts, the What Culture Wrestling podcast on YouTube. If you want to watch us do this bollocks, basically. Uh, we're going to be doing a live Q&A on this uh, YouTube channel uh, midday tomorrow, so do join us. Wake up early, Yanks. For that one. Uh, <laughs> nice try, but they don't sleep. <laughs> But for now, uh, my thanks to uh, our brilliant <laughs> producer, Adam Nicholas. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Michael Sidgwick. I'm good and didn't see him, but thanks to Stax. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 